Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Green tea now. I already had my first two lattes, my only two lattes for the day. Um, and I've already written over a thousand words. And it's a winter wonderland here in Santa Fe. Very pretty snow and fog and it's just pretty wonderful all around. Here on today, Friday, November 22nd. Gearing up for the Thanksgiving holiday here. Doing well on the fate of the Tala. I've cracked um, 81,000 words. If, if it was the length I thought it was going to be for a long time there, <laughs> I would be pushing to get it done before Thanksgiving. As it is, I think that I will be at, let's see, 84. I'm thinking maybe 90K before I leave. So that'll be good because once I get back, then I can finish it off and then do some revising. Send it off for some crit and some editing. And definitely just going to stick with the January 15th release date, though. I appreciate all of you who have been pre-ordering. That's been really great support because it's uh, the pre-orders I get the money now, not like on Amazon when I don't get it till the book releases. And I've almost paid for the cover. So that's awesome. Thank you all. You can pre-order through the website. That's the only place you pre-order. Sorry, if I did it on Amazon and so forth, which I suppose I could do since I'm committing to that date, um, I don't know. I just don't know that it's worthwhile. I might release it through the website store before it's on the retailers, unless somebody screams at me and says that's horribly unfair. I mean, I know that you have to sideload it um, from the website, which is not hugely convenient, but it's also not awful, right? I sideload books all the time. So... Yep, I'm going to get the rest of my words today, I think, I hope. And then clean house and laundry and all of the chores and things tomorrow. And then I'm going to try to write on Sunday and Monday so that I can get everything done before we leave on Monday afternoon. Our house sitter is supposed to arrive around 1 o'clock on Monday, so that's a little bit of a hard deadline. So that's why I'm thinking I'll work on Sunday and because I probably won't get anything done the rest of the week, which is okay. All right, to take a little break. So I don't know that I really have a whole lot else to say right now. Um, I have been thinking a lot about uh, my goals as a writer. I was talking about that some the other day with the setting priorities and business practices and so forth, you know, kind of what I'm going to turn to once I finish this book. And I ended up, you know, coming back to this, taking my own advice thing. I'm particularly aware now that I've gotten the author coaching stuff up is that I keep coming back to my major, major goal for being a writer is that I want to make my living as a writer. And that was the epiphany that I had low these 25 years ago. 
when I decided I did not want to be a research scientist and decided to cut bait and took my master's degree and pulled the plug on the PhD that I could have had if I'd stayed another year. Um, which, you know, I guess I could say that I could regret that, except that I was, I was just so unhappy. I just didn't want to do that anymore. So I'm glad I, I don't regret that choice. I'm glad I just got the master's and left. And I decided then that the career I really wanted to have was to be a writer. So everything for me comes back down to that basic decision. And I wrote it down on a series of little sticky notes for myself to remind myself of why I make the choices that I do. And it is that this is what I want to do for my career. This is how I want to make my living. And so everything should come back to that, come back to those choices. And I think it's helpful to reaffirm those things because there are are many people who are very happy um, being known as a writer, but doing a lot of teaching. And I'm not sure that there's like, I don't want to say that there's a rule that you should have to write so many books a year in order to like qualify for this mysterious level of writerdom. But I do think that I know people who have only ever written a few books and then teach. And I don't want that. I, I want to be writing for my living. So that seems like a simple choice, but I think it's an important thing. And then coming back around to NaNoWriMo, I know that we are closing in on the final week of it. For those of you who are purists, you have until a week from tomorrow to finish your 50,000 words. I hope it's going well for you. I hope that you are finding that you built the habit. Uh, I've always thought it kind of odd that NaNoWriMo is in November because for me, November is not an ideal month to have a solid 30 days of writing um, or of any habit because in the U.S., Thanksgiving is a a pretty family-intensive holiday for most people. There are some people who don't really, you know, who like only have the dinner and otherwise it doesn't change their lives much. But for a lot of people, we're doing a great deal of meal prep, especially if you're a woman, I think. Um, That's true for some guys, but certainly true of many women that they are uh, getting the house ready to host guests or helping another family member get the house ready. Uh, They're cooking food. They're, for us, like we're traveling, a lot of people travel to go be with people. And that's all great stuff, but it's um, still a disruption if you're trying to build a habit. And it was funny because I told, I think I've told this story before, but I was talking with the guy who started NaNoWriMo, and I asked him why he picked November. And he said, well, you know, that November seemed like a good month to him because nothing much else happens in November. And I said, well, what about Thanksgiving? And he says, yeah, well, you know, you just basically show up for dinner and eat and then leave again. So, you know, and plus you get the days off. And I'm like, so you don't like help cook or 
do the dishes or anything? And he kind of looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, honey, okay, just go enjoy your privilege. <laughs> it must be, you know, have a nice life. Um, so if you are doing Thanksgiving stuff, I would encourage you to enjoy that. Enjoy the Thanksgiving. Hi, Jackson. You heard me talking? Yeah. Floofy cat. He's got a very floofy winter coat now. Uh, because Thanksgiving is for many people their favorite holiday because it is so, you know, it is mainly about gathering with people that you like. You know, hopefully, if you like your family, for people who don't like their family and have to go anyway, it's not so great. But, you know, you get to hang with your family and you get to uh, eat and drink things that you enjoy and relax and do fun things. So I encourage you all to allow that festivity into your life as well. <laughs> Jackson is up on my lap now. Jackson also agrees that napping and eating and general cuddling are very important aspects of self-care. <laughs> I, um, With the faith of the towel, I'm still not exactly sure how this is going to end. And I wanted to add in a comment about one aspect of pantsing or gardening that I've always found very helpful is to treat the story like a tesseract. And the way a tesseract works is that the smallest part of the structure influences the largest part of the structure. And in turn, the final design of the whatever it is, of whatever you're trying to create or do, is a reflection of the smallest part. Thus, if you look at a small grain of sand or piece of dirt, if you look at it closely, its outline looks like the outline of a mountain. So, you pile together all the very, very small pieces, and that creates the large piece. And I find this to be a very useful approach for many things in life. Um, you know, there's a reason why AA and similar programs use the mantra one day at a time, right? You don't have to do the huge whole thing all at once. All you have to do is this one small piece. So whenever I start to fret that I'm not sure how I'm going to finish this book or I'm not sure how what's going to happen, I remind myself that I don't have to know that yet. All I have to do is write this scene, finish this scene, and then I write the next scene. And I know that if I make sure that each scene has its own trajectory and thrust and all of the qualities that I want it to have, then the overall story will reflect that, just like the mountain reflects the shape of its smallest constituent. So I really like that approach. Um, it's 
something to think about when you look at the structure of your days as well. Whatever it is that you would like your life to be, if you looked back at the whole span of your life and you think, well, I want my life to have had these things in it, then one way to get at that is to make sure that every day has that same series of components. Because if every day has all of the things that you want to have in your whole life, then eventually the final structure will reflect that, right? So coming back to me saying, okay, I want to be able to make my living as a writer. Well, that's that's a big project, right? That's, um, you know, ups and downs of the industry, uh, the ebb and flow of fortune. All of these things will make it at times easier or harder to make my living as a writer. But if I look at a single day, it's like, okay, well, today I did. Today I had a house and I paid the bills and I bought groceries and I did it by writing. And I spent, you know, I wrote 3,000 words today. And if I write 3,000 words for every day of my life, which of course I don't, but, you know, we could just sort of take the logical expansion, then look at how many words I wrote in my lifetime and I made my living doing that. After a while, the preponderance of it begins to affect the final shape. And so with those thoughts, I shall leave you. I hope you all have had a great uh, working week. I hope that you have created a shape of the things that you want your life to have. And I will mention that, of course, First Cup of Coffee is sponsored by Jackson on my lap. (laughs) But it's also part of the Frolic Podcast Network. And I encourage you to check out frolic.media slash podcasts for other podcasts that you will love. Uh, I think you'll find quite a few that you'll find most charming. And with that, I shall leave you. I will talk to you all again tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.